Good morning! Bonjour tout le monde! And welcome back to my podcast, Coach Kira. My name is Kira McCoy-Tucker and I am a holistic life coach. I coach and teach entrepreneurs how to redefine their lives by focusing on self-love and connecting to their highest selves, whatever that may look like. Here we will explore all kinds of concepts and ideas that can promote self-alignment. My goal is to bring awareness to the minds of creative and ambitious women that have been told lies their whole lives. Learning what created emotion changed my life. I'm here to help you change yours, be a voice of wisdom that you can learn from, or perhaps someone who will challenge your current beliefs. Today I want to talk about romance. What is romance? How does it affect the way we live our lives? How can we experience more of it? I want to offer that romance is something you can give yourself. Romance is defined as a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Great. So how can you be more exciting when you show up for yourself? How can you incorporate more spontaneity and mystery regarding your love for yourself, regarding the way you live your life? Once you understand what romance is and how it feels, you can truly share it with another person in a way that is so much deeper than before. Romance is vulnerability and opening up and releasing judgment. Basking in love is so much more exciting than choosing to let other people control and dictate the way that you think and feel. You can let everything be what it is for a moment and suspend yourself in the bliss that is surrender. Opening up to the possibility of heartbreak in order to experience the opportunity of love. Having this love for yourself never actually ends in heartbreak because you will always be there. You can't walk away from yourself. You can learn to feel more deeply than before, but it, it actually means you aren't putting yourself at risk the way that you do when you open up to others. If you're putting yourself out there and trying to love someone and trying to be loved, that can be a vulnerable experience. That can feel scary. That can end in heartbreak. It can end in loss and rejection, but you still do it anyways. Everyone still goes and gets into relationships all the time anyways, knowing that a breakup can happen, knowing that a divorce can happen. Think about the most romantic thing that has ever happened in your life. What made it romantic? How did it feel? How can you recreate that feeling in your own life? When life is romantic, everything feels more rich, more fun, more fulfilling, more exciting. Think about looking at everything with rose-colored lenses and feeling just enamored with the entire world. Everything that happens, everything you see, just choosing to experience gratitude and acceptance for exactly what it is. Yes, the world is 50-50 and bad shit happens all the time. But if you take time to feel romance for yourself and your life and celebrate all of the good things, it can take the suffering away. You still experience the pain, you just don't endure the suffering. If you can bring your thoughts to a positive or a neutral place, allowing you to take positive actions towards a greater good or a fresh start, that is how you will accomplish 
your goals, that is what will give you the life that you ultimately want. Choosing love when it's hard is the best time to choose love. Choosing love when it's difficult is a great challenge and is the best time to practice making a decision so that you can get an outcome that equals more love. Connection, compassion, understanding, unconditional love. All of those things can be strengthened when you practice living romantically. When something is hard to love, it is merely our own thoughts and our own opinions about that thing, our inability to love that thing, not the object or the person's worthiness of being loved. That is a very important distinction. It is not that thing's inability to be loved. It is our inability to love it. Why can't you choose to love something? Usually the answer is because you don't love yourself fully. You don't love yourself enough. It's something that you feel inadequate or unworthy in your own experience, meaning you could never have the capacity to experience true love for somebody else if you don't even allow that flaw within yourself. Deepening your connection to yourself is the best way to fuel love in your relationships. When you do something that you don't like, do you beat yourself up for it? Or do you inquire with curiosity? Do you treat yourself with love? And respect. Honey, why did you do that thing? How can we make this better? It's okay. I got you. I still love you. Versus, what's wrong with you? Why can't you do better? Why do you suck at everything? The questions we ask ourselves have so much power and they always give us specific answers based on our own bias. If you ask, how can I show up with more love? How can I make this more fun? How can I experience more romance? You will come up with the answers because they were there all along. If you ask bad questions, you're going to get bad answers. I feel like I live a very romantic life because I imbue everything in my life with abundance and gratitude. If there is something in my space that I don't like, I do better to understand it and I find a way to like some part of it or to understand why I don't like it, what it means about me. I also decide that anything I am willing to choose not to love, if I like my reason, I can simply remove from the premises. In my space, I love everything that is here, and anything I don't love, I get rid of. But when I'm out in the world, I have such a high tolerance and allowance for everything out there I can disagree with it, I cannot like it, but I can still be present with it and allow it and not criticize it or judge it or try and change it. And that gives me the freedom to actually pursue the greater good that I am achieving and accomplishing. I'm not indulging in hatred because I'm too busy experiencing love. But I also have a standard for my own personal space. I don't need to fill my space with things that I choose not to love for whatever reason. I donate a lot of my things 
once they no longer excite me or intrigue me because I like to keep that romance in my style. I love books because I get to experience the sweet thrill of mystery, the excitement of an adventure without having to leave my apartment. Reading only requires someone else at the time the words were written on the page and all the other work that went into creating the book. But when it's you and a book, it's just you and your thoughts. And nothing is more romantic than that experience. Lighting candles and taking a salt bath, dancing with yourself, smudging sage as you spin in circles listening to your favorite song, filling the air with sweet sage smoke and melodies of versatile notes, pretending to be a ballerina the hardwood floor your stage, brushing your hair, doing dishes, writing pages in your journal. Tell me I do not live romantically and I'd show you exactly how I've fallen in love. Courting myself is uncovering what I like by trying new things, thus mystery. Seeking new and exciting adventures, welcoming all the emotion that comes along and remaining on top of it all. Dressing up every day as the best version of myself, aligning my style with what I find attractive and not trying to impress anyone but myself. Going on dates alone, buying myself something nice, jewelry or clothes, or something for my kitchen, doing yoga at sunrise or sunset. Cooking healthy and nutritious food for myself is one of the most romantic parts of my lifestyle. I love seeking out new flavors and I always switch it up. I try different cultural dishes or I just make something completely up on my own. And no matter what I do, it always is delicious and it's always healthy and nurturing. And I found that the deepest way to connect to myself is to express myself through all of these actions and through journaling. I love audio journaling and recording voice memos. Obviously, I've created this podcast, but sometimes I like to just sit and have a conversation with myself in the mirror. I like to look into my own eyes and just love on the woman that I see. I tell her all the ways I think she's brilliant and beautiful and kind and badass. I gaze upon myself as if I were the object of my own affection. And I learn to create the emotion of love and desire and sharing that with myself, giving it and receiving it with myself. I can easily apply that to other aspects of my life because I understand that I'm the generator. Celebrating every single success in life, no matter how small it may seem, choosing to feel the achievement and the reward always romanticizing every aspect of my life because why not utilizing all the failures as lessons turning my obstacles into strategies no matter what people say to me i'm like yo i'm unstoppable there's nothing that you could say to me that would make me not feel like i'm in love with my life and where i'm going i don't place conditions on everything in order for me to experience love for them i'm simply clear on my boundaries honoring myself because she is my number one priority and that allows me to let people be who they are. If I can love the flaws that I see in myself because I am my own worst critic, then I can absolutely love others. Love is not attachment. 
and attachment is not romantic. Romance is so much more freely flowing than that. Love is liberating, not restraining. If you think about it, like romance becomes creepy when it's not wanted. But when neediness exceeds what you are giving and what you are bringing, the relationship will fail. So ask yourself, how can you give more to yourself so that you can give more in this relationship? How can you experience more romance in your own life provided by yourself so that you know how to create romance in an external relationship? How can you incorporate it into your everyday routine based on what you like and what you want so that you don't need it from anyone else. That is how you show other people how to love you. That is how you show other people how you deserve to be treated. And that is how you teach yourself how to treat other people in a way that they deserve, in a way that feels loving to them. You can show them what you want and you can give them so much more by simply incorporating your own romantic twist onto your own life. You may even teach them how to love themselves deeper and be an example of what is possible when you put yourself first. Because most people just don't know how to love themselves. They're like, oh yeah, love yourself more. Great. How do I do that? You do that by treating yourself the way that you want to be treated. It's that simple. What do you want? What aligns with your highest goal and how can you act in a way now that helps you become that person that gives you that sense of love and comfort and safety now? That sense of excitement and thrill and mystery. Like, ooh, how am I going to get there? I don't know, but I'm just going to start trying things and I'm just going to start doing things and it's going to feel really good. But if right now you're in a place where loving yourself feels too difficult to begin with, choose an object for your affection. You may have a pet or a plant or someone in your life that you can create this feeling of romance with. It doesn't have to be a partner. It can be someone that you want to love more. Maybe a parent, sibling, friend. Every day, think of three things that you absolutely adore about this thing or this person and why? How can you create that within your own character? How can you show up in a way where your actions present that? I hope you have found this insightful and interesting and I hope that you find a way to experience romance this week. And that's all I have for you today. All right. Love you all and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.